Oh yeah, these people in government are certifiably crazy. Mm, so this is the gas burner on the stove. Yes, indeed. So if I take this pan and place it over the gas burner, I bet the inside of it will get kind of hot kind of quick. That's a high possibility. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. So several weeks ago, when the story kind of came out that the Consumer Product Safety Commission was going to make a request to to learn about the possible health hazards of gas-powered stoves. Most people thought, oh, no, that's going too far. It'll never happen. (laughs) Of course it will. Don't think that it won't. You got to remember, Joe Biden and his clown show have got almost two years left to destroy this nation. And remember, Joe Biden controls the Consumer Product Safety Commission, the FDA. You name it, the agency, he's got his fingers all over it. And the truth of the matter is, those in charge of the deep state have control of Joe Biden. Joe Biden would like to avoid going to prison. What do you mean, going to prison? Right now, the Department of Injustice is covering a boatload of crimes committed by the Biden family. I mean, let's be honest. Joe Biden got into office... What, 1972, ended up sworn in in 73 as a senator, young senator from the state of Delaware. How he buffaloed and made buffoons out of the folks in Delaware back then is beyond me, but he pulled it off. He had never held a real job in his life and had lied about his college background and everything. He's a born liar, a complete bozo, a total buffoon and he stumbled into the perfect job being a U.S. Senator from Delaware where he bubbled his way year after year, decade after decade and found ways to sell his country out for cash. Now remember Joe Biden has wanted to be the president for a long long time like over 30 years before he actually won. He ran to run in 1988. And he was a liar. I mean, he was a liar. And he got caught on it. Here is some of the nonsense he said way back in the late 1980s. What law school did you attend, and where did you place in that class? And the other question oh, is, could you quickly... I, I think, we I, I, think I probably Reagan. have a much higher IQ than you do, I suspect. <laughs> I went to law school on a full academic scholarship, the only one in my, in my class uh, to have a full academic scholarship. In the first year in law school, I decided I didn't want to be in law school and ended up in the bottom two-thirds of my class, and then decided I wanted to stay, went back to law school, and in fact ended up in the top half 
half of my class. I won the international moot court competition. I was the outstanding student in the political science department at the end of my year. I graduated with three degrees from undergraduate school and 165 credits, only need 123 credits, and I'd be delighted to sit down and compare my IQ to yours if you'd like, Frank. Biden now concedes he did not graduate in the top half of his law school class, that he does not have three degrees from college, and that he was not named outstanding political science student in college. Newsweek says Biden actually went to school on a half scholarship, ended up near the bottom of his class, and won only one degree, not three. Joe Biden ranked 76th in a class of 85 at the University of Syracuse Law School. I mean, this guy comes off this whole thing as a flyweight. Now Biden says Newsweek is right. His memory had failed him. Now, wait a cotton-picking minute. His memory failed him in 1987? And then we're... Oh, he had a bad memory in 87. Now remember, this is only 15 years after he entered the United States Senate before he'd even turned 21. He's like in his 30s, barely old enough to run for president. And he already had forgotten... That his time at Syracuse University and elsewhere, he was kind of like at the bottom of his class? That he didn't have a scholarship? Where did the money come from? Dear old dad? I don't think so. From a job? (laughs) The guy only had one job in his life in the private sector. Matter of fact... Biden talks about that brief time working at a law firm and as working for the enemy. He loves working for government. He loves the power. He craves the power and the recognition, even at a young age. And he failed in his candidacy for a number of reasons, one of which, at least back in the day, ABC News, Newsweek, and others were somewhat legitimate in their news coverage. They called him out on his lies. They knew he was a liar. And they knew when that got out, and it would, if he was the candidate for the presidency of the United States. And now we are in the fall campaign in 1988. Inevitably, His lies would have been exposed, and he would have lost. And so at least the media, in trying to help out, realized we got to get rid of this buffoon before he takes down the party. They hated Reagan. They didn't want Bush. They wanted a Democrat in the world's worst kind of way, but they knew that this buffoon would sink the ship. They knew his lies would come out. There is a verse in the Bible, be sure your sin will find you out. It applies to all of us. And I'm sure if we are intellectually honest with ourselves, there are times in our lifetime that that verse has rung true. Happens to all of us. So you get a guy like Biden with a big ego. And remember, he was 29 years old. He was born in uh, 1942. So he 
turned 30 after the election in 1972. He was 29 when he ran. And you have to be, according to the Constitution, at least 30 years of age to serve. And also being a resident of the state to which you represent at the time of the election. Yeah, Mitt Romney was a carpetbagger. So was Hillary Clinton. Romney's not from Utah. As I mentioned yesterday, Romney is from Illinois. His family, well-placed, wealthy in Illinois. Then he heads off to Massachusetts, ends up being eh, a rhino Republican governor in Massachusetts, real rhino. And then decides to cash in on his Mormon credentials by going to Utah and running for the United States Senate as a carpetbagger. Just like Hillary Clinton did. Remember her hearing, her listening campaign in New York State? I'm going to listen. Then they moved to Chappaqua. The quaint village of Chappaqua. In upstate New York. Not far from New York City where they could cash in in one of the most liberal states in the country next to California. Carpetbagger, people that are just opportunists. And so Joe Biden lied his way in 1988, 87, 88. He's lied his way through the United States Senate He lied his way about law school. He's lied every step of the way and doesn't care. The only thing he ever cares about is getting caught. And even in 1988, he lied again when he said, oh, my memory failed me. Your memory, I know, is failing you now terribly. There's a price to pay sometimes, even in this life. The consequences. And I believe the powers that be have taken good advantage of his highly compromised mentally and morally and ethically. Biden is compromised on every possible front. Let's go back about three years ago. Primary season in 2020. Biden's chances didn't look very good. I mean, he's stumbling through the campaign. They try to keep him from public appearances. He's doing the campaign from his basement in Delaware at his mansion there. And the other candidates, well, they're not a whole lot better. And if anything, they may be even harder to sell than Biden himself. Tulsi Gabbard, the establishment Democrats didn't want her because she has a little streak of honesty. And a little streak of honesty is a dangerous thing among dyed-in-the-wool opportunist Democrats and their consultants and their globalist masters. So Biden, as you can understand is their guy. They can reinvent grandpa, the kindly old guy that's going to cure COVID, make America P1, 
peaceful again and not as angry anymore. They sold you a bill of goods. It was at the primary in South Carolina, I think, the decision by the establishment of the Democrat Party, and I would say even the World Economic Forum and others decided he's the guy. We don't want Trump. Kamala Harris has already dropped out. Her dismal showing early on, she didn't even have a 1% approval rate anywhere along the way. Buttigieg, he's got baggage. They're not going to get passed. And they can't afford to lose a single vote. Not a one. And they figure between running grandpa, controlling the campaign, and then using the pandemic as an excuse to harvest ballots in ways never done before, with mules dropping them off, They pushed old Joe over the finish line. And I will tell you right now. I will tell you right now. I have no doubt in my mind the election in many places was stolen. Many fraudulent ballots were counted, manufactured, or taken from people under false pretenses. And as long as we have Merrick Garland as our attorney general, nothing will ever become of it. Either will any other crime being committed by the Biden crime family. Doesn't matter how many millions. Of course, they'll go after Trump. Whether you like him or not, it's irrelevant. They're afraid of him. So the Democrat machine is going to put the pressure on the Department of Justice, New York State, everywhere. Got to get him out of the way. Clean him off the deck because he will beat Joe Biden in a fair election. And if, unless we can reinvent another pandemic and, and shut, shut everything down and lock you at home, they're in trouble. They got to get him out of the way. And so here we are with the derelict Biden administration. Now, I started the program today talking about natural gas. And I'm thinking over the past 50 some odd years about how the government promoted natural gas heavily. When I first moved to Georgia, And I'm living there. Owned a small little house in the little town of Toccoa, Georgia. The city of Toccoa ran the gas company. That little house in Toccoa, Georgia was heated with gas. And I'm going to tell you something. Oh, yeah, hot water, too. We had hot water very quickly. Never ran out. We had heat on a cold winter's morning in just moments, not a half hour or 45 minutes. It was affordable. And as they have said for a hundred years, government and the industry and science alike, back in the day when science had not been completely sold out, that natural gas 
is efficient, clean, and plentiful. And it really is. It is efficient. It is clean. It is plentiful. And now they want to get rid of it. That should be a scary proposition for all of us. The only source of energy that has ever given you instant cooking control is the same source of energy that gives you the comfort of instant heating and hot water 24 hours a day. Pure, clean, instant, natural gas. Always there whenever you need it. Now, more than ever, because it also keeps your energy costs under control. For cooking, heating, and hot water, you're better off with natural gas. played that just to point out that natural gas was not being sold just in the United States and Canada, Great Britain, Australia, New Zealand. It was the wave of the future, natural gas. It is plentiful. Lots of it, hundreds, maybe thousands of years of it in the ground, and it burns clean. It's safe. It's efficient. Question, what energy supplies over half the homes in America? Natural gas. What energy travels through America's most efficient energy delivery system? Gas again. What energy is basic, potentially renewable, and could last for generations? Gas once more. Conclusion, America depends on natural gas. It's our most efficient energy system today and can be counted on long into the future. Gas, the future belongs to the efficient. We don't have to burn oil from Saudi Arabia or oil from Texas. We can get this out of the ground, pump it to your house, and it burns super clean. It's great. We were told, I want you to stop and think, it's great for the environment. That's right. And see, back in the 1970s, when we're all going to freeze to death because of the Ice Age coming, man-made Ice Age. That was the climate change narrative then. We're going to freeze to death. And we cannot rely on electricity to heat. Too inefficient. Those heating coils take too much electricity. And we got to get it we got to get rid of nuclear power because nuclear power is going to kill us all. We got to shut down nuclear power. You heard that in California. New York State. New York State. Long Island. Long Island Lighting Company. It took them decades to get approval to build it. They built a nuclear power plant in eastern Long Island. In a town called Shoreham. This state-of-the-art facility designed not to have the issues being located far enough away from population, way out east, would provide the energy needs for Long Island and a good chunk of Metro New York. And believe me, with energy coming out of Canada and other places that are not in New York State, it was needed. And it was built. And then the idiots in New York State, when the time came to license it and turn it on, said, nope, mothball it and shut it down. Don't it do it. You're not going to run it. 
We don't care how much money you spent to build it. We don't care that we gave you permission. We are now revoking that permission. And Shoreham was shuttered. That's why the electric rates in New York are so pathetically high. Long Island Lighting Company, also Lilco, provided gas. Now, my grandparents had a house that they built in 1960. It had gas heat. And it was not even air gas. It was like the water-fed baseboard heat. The heater was the size of a microwave oven to heat that water. That, and my house, that my grandparents' house is pretty good size was toasty warm all winter long. Natural gas. There were no smoke fumes pouring out, no carbon coming out to kill us, to destroy the atmosphere and raise CO2 levels to turn us into a greenhouse. So natural gas was promoted by government 30, 40 years ago. And like I say, during the oil embargo, the little community of Toccoa, Georgia, that had their own natural gas company and even what's called a peak shaving plant to make sure that if there was a problem in a pipeline, they could make their own temporary natural gas to keep it flowing. When gasoline prices started to, shall we say, take off to be about a dollar a gallon from 35 cents a gallon, the city of Tacoa converted their police cars and city vehicles to run on natural gas. And they ran quite nicely on natural gas. That's right. You can convert a gasoline engine to run on natural gas. So why did natural gas fall out of favor? Is natural gas cooking going to kill us, destroy and wreck the environment? No, it is not. It's a big fat lie from the big fat liars that are trying to run your life. They are going to propagandize this and scare the ever-loving stuffing out of you to believe that natural gas is a killer. It kills you and it kills the environment. It kills the plant life. It kills everything. Got to get rid of natural gas. Californication. The state of Californication run by a fornicator and a reprobate and a class clown with white teeth. New housing can't have natural gas. We must save the planet and go wind and solar. That we buy from China. We don't make any of this stuff. The the solar panels are made in China. China does not use wind and solar because they know it's, it's a joke. They're burning propane. They're burning oil. They're running nuclear power plants and manufacturing the majority of the goods that we buy here in the United States. 
pumping out. See, as we polluted less, they picked up that and multiplied it and pollute more. They're putting more garbage into the environment than we ever did. And they don't care and they won't stop. Why would they? We're stupid enough to stop having efficient electricity from from coal, which is plentiful. We can burn it cleanly. That's a bunch of, it's another lie. Biden lies. He's been lying to you since he ran for president in 1988. He has lied every stinking day of his stinking life, and he doesn't care. He also doesn't care that he makes a mockery of his own religion. The man is so delusional and now mentally compromised. Are you following what I'm trying to tell you? This war on natural gas, this war on on so-called fossil fuel, fossil fuel, that's another lie. There is no such thing as a fossil fuel. Well, Bob, that's what I learned in high school. They lied to you. Let's go back to the 1700s. Russia, Russia, Russian scientists in the 1700s concluded because they were finding these deposits of black gold or black goo we know as oil, near the surface of the earth, they surmised that these were the remnants of dead dinosaurs. Thus, they concluded that as these fossils were compressed, somehow it became oil. And that was the, the theory for hundreds of years. Until we started digging wells vastly deeper. And we're digging wells deep enough, oh, in places like Pennsylvania and Ohio. And funny thing, when those, those wells in Pennsylvania ran out of oil and they capped them, they come back 20, 30 years later, they're full again. <laughs> it's, it's not dead dinosaurs, people. The earth is manufacturing it. And we know, we know we have a 400-year supply of oil for all of our needs right here in the United States. But the reprobate administration of Joseph Robin A. Biden says, no, we don't want you drilling. We want to be dependent upon countries that hate our guts and overpay. And we want to stop using natural gas. We want you to use wind and solar. We'll just have solar panels and windmills everywhere to run our heating systems. And no, we can't burn wood in fireplaces. I, I predict the day's going to come. They're, gonna, they're going to city by city, community by community, outlaw the use of a fireplace to save the planet. 
the reprobates that are planet worshipers, earth worshipers, God deniers, they worship the creation and despise and curse the creator. The Bible has some warnings about them as well. And their fate and their future. It's not good. And this is the group that is running the United States. The reprobates. The God deniers. People like Buttigieg. He and his male partner, his husband, or is that, I don't know which is the wife. I haven't, I can't, I don't want to keep track. He's a good Episcopalian though. And the Episcopal Church, like parts of the Methodist, Presbyterian, and the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America, have made a mockery of the gospel. They've rejected it. They've thrown it out. They have adopted another gospel to themselves that St. Paul says is not the gospel. It's an anathema. It is a cursed stay away. The earth worshipers have taken over. Those that have forsaken the correct use of our sex and genders have taken over. These people that want to groom young children for their sexual service are now in our schools. And it can't be denied. The school boards in too many cities, too many counties, and too many locations have been taken over by the most despicable, dishonorable, and reprobate class this country has ever had. And Christians let it happen. How? You didn't pay attention. You got too lazy. You assumed the schools were okay. Because they were when you went there 30, 40, or 50, or 60 years ago. They're not. Incrementally, they've been compromised. There's an administrative class we've created. I know I said this a couple of weeks ago, but for a new listener, let me remind you. 50 some odd years ago, when I was in high school, we had a principal. We had a vice principal who was also a math teacher a guidance counselor, a school nurse, and a receptionist. That was the administration for a school of hundreds and hundreds of students. And then you had a couple of janitors and some ladies in the lunchroom. Even the coaches taught other classes. Today, that same school has got administrators of all kinds and levels. Layer upon layer, building upon building, well-paid six-figure incomes, and they all come out of these woke universities, and they're pushing transgenderism, gay marriage, environmentalism to the point of a religion, Climate change, global warming, the planet's in trouble. Worship Mother Nature. No, Gaia worship. 
Oh, and your God is a silly God, you Christians. We don't want him in our building. He offends us. The schools today offend me. And every year, the last holdouts of public schools are surrendered to Moloch and a horde of demons. And Christians are so busy, they don't want to run or serve. And so the school boards are taken over. There was one school board, five members. Three of them are gay. Three of the five, transgender-loving gays. I guess 60% of that city or county is gay. If they're representing with all their tattoos and face piercings, we let it happen. And I'm afraid we can't exactly get it back. We can try where you still have hope. You know, one of the things that I'm working on is what I've been calling the church project. And I want you to listen to me. Please listen to what I have to say. This is important. If you claim to know Christ, what have you done to educate a youngster outside of your family or to make sure that there is a quality education available to them? You don't have to send your kid to an overpriced private school. I know in many areas there's not a, let's put it this way, a, a Christian school near enough by to use. I know a lot of parents have tried to homeschool. Many successfully, many need help. There's where the church can become an asset and a resource. Maybe a large church can build a school. A medium-sized church can have tutors to help. A small church can become a homeschool resource center where parents and a few qualified volunteers can make an incredible homeschool, Christian-based experience possible. That means forsaking the things of this world to follow Him. And as I mentioned earlier, a lot of churches we once could trust have fallen away from the gospel. They now heap under themselves, as St. Paul writes to Timothy, teachers telling them what they want to hear. A false sense of false security. They'll be lullabied straight into hell by these wolves in sheep's clothing that are preaching damnable heresies. And those in leadership in those churches allowed it to happen. They will face They will face Jesus himself on that dreadful day of judgment. In many cities, it's hard to find a church you can trust. Many small communities, a couple little mainstream churches are left that are dying away, and they've adopted a social gospel. Why do you think I'm so 
excited about doing this church project. I don't need to be doing this at my age, but I'm going to do it. Hey, Moses was old when he got called. I'm going to make this happen because God says I must. That's why I've been coming to you on this project. Maybe you live somewhere near Chilhowee, Virginia. If you want to find out about this, send me an email, bob at truth2ponder.com. Bob at truth2ponder.com. I'll give you a tour. No charge. You can see what we have and what could be. Will this be some big mega church? Nope. Small building. But it's going to have a big outreach. It's going to be a hub. And trust me, we learned three years ago at 15 days to flatten the curve, churches became non-essential. Remember, the churches need to close. And willingly they complied with little signs. We'll see you soon. Let's stay home to flatten the curve. Then when two weeks went by, well, see us on Facebook. Somebody came inside the building with a you know with an iPhone and tried to stream a two-person service. Many churches went under never to return again. In some cases, I'm glad they're gone. Some of them are apostate anyway. So who cares? The sooner they're shut down, the better. But a lot of well-meaning Christians that are not well-educated in the Word of God feared the virus more than they feared God. And that, my friend, is a dangerous place to be. I want you to pray about what you can do. See, this church will be a hub to help launch a combination of home churches, maybe small congregations in other communities, as we learn and work together how to do this. The day's going to come. They're not going to endure sound doctrine. The day's going to come when some of these churches will be so afraid of the state they'll shut down or comply like they do in China. As for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. The other aspect is I really believe shortwave is a way to hide in public view. Most of those that hate us don't listen to shortwave. They, they listen to their iPhone. They listen to what they find on YouTube and other places, Instagram, doesn't matter. This medium, I think, will be around because those in government have walked away in a bad look. Voice of America is just a mere shadow of itself. They've shut down transmitter after transmitter. They don't care about it anymore. They think online is the place to be worldwide, globally. Everybody will listen to Voice of America, even in the dark jungles of Africa, on a cell phone. That's what the young people that run that place think now. I think differently. 
I shared this story once before, and I'm going to share this as we go into the break. About two years ago, got a letter from a young lady, lived out west, never had heard a shortwave radio in her young life. She's in her 20s, never knew what it was. But in a dream, she kept hearing that word, shortwave, shortwave. And so she got on her computer the next day, Googled it, found a radio that she could buy affordably, about $50. And so she bought it and found this radio program. Not even knowing that shortwave existed. And she's not alone. God is talking to people and calling his own together. If you believe in this ministry, would you consider giving it your financial support? Now is the time. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 510, P.O. Box 510. The city is Chilhowee, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E, Chilhowee, Virginia, 24319, 24319. By the way, you can support us from the website as well, Truth, the number two ponder.com. Truth, the number two ponder.com. If you're writing a check or money order, make it payable to Ancient Word Radio. Ancient Word Radio. Once again, that mailing address, Post Office Box 510. P.O. Box 510, Chilhowee, Virginia. C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E, Chilhowee, Virginia. Zip code 24319, that's 24319. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Beerman. Divine Eugenics coming up. Shalom Aleichem. This is the nice Jewish boy, Jonathan Khan. your Jewish connection, bringing you the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. Now get your pen out as fast as you can so you don't miss out on receiving a special free gift you're going to get in a moment. Rabbi Shaul, the Apostle Paul, went to Berea and he preached. And the Bible says of the Bereans, they were more noble. They received the word, they were more noble. Interesting word in, in Greek. The word for noble there is eugenis. We get the word eugene and, and, and eugenics from it. Well, it, come, it means actually, you means well, and, and genus means genes or genetics. It means good genes or well-born. And from that, it's translated into noble, of good birth, noble. Now, most of the people in Berea were not a nobility. I mean, they weren't rich or powerful. They were probably a lot of poor people. But how are they noble or the nobility? How are they eugenes of good birth or good genes? Well, when you become Born again, you become someone who is born of a good birth. They, the, the Bereans receive the word. That makes them noble. When you receive the word, you become born again. And that's as good as it gets. You become a true noble man, a noble woman. I don't mean you walk around calling yourself Sir Robert or Lady Jane, but you're to live a noble life, a life of integrity and dignity because you're born of God. You're a child of God. You are of good stock, so live it. Live that way. You are well-born. You're as well-born as it gets because you were born from God, so live well as you were born well. Live a life of nobility because you are a noble person in 
the Lord. Want more? Ask for the Bereans on CD. Now, what if you could receive daily vitamins guaranteed to strengthen your walk with God? A six-month supply for free? Well, you can with Sapphire's Vitamins for Your Spirit. Free six-month subscription. You'll love it. Updates on Israel, world events, and prophecy. And the mystery of the temple doors on CD. Yours free. How do you get all this free? Easy. Just write down Jesus' real Hebrew name, Yeshua. And call it. You call 1-800-YESHUA and then the number one, Yeshua 1. You will be blessed, but call now 1-800-YESHUA 1. Now, you can actually spread salvation around the world for very little through shortwave radio, the most amazing, powerful way of spreading the gospel from the Arctic Circle to Israel. It's like sending a billion tracks around the world. Just call 1-800-YESHUA 1. That's Y-E-S-H-U-A 1. Or you can write me direct. Here's how. Just write the nice Jewish boy, Box 1111, Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey. Jersey 07644. It's a nice Jewish boy box 1111, Lodi, New Jersey 07644. Or visit us at hopeoftheworld.com. Well, until next time, this is Jonathan Khan saying Shalom Alechem. Peace be to you, my friend. Nobility in Messiah, our salvation. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And welcome to part two of Truth to Ponder for this Tuesday. Yeah, I know the voice is a little weak today, but I got excited and it, it tends to wear me out a little bit quicker when I talk a little bit more excited. But I needed to share with you what I shared in that first segment. It's urgent. We can't, we can't be complacent, quiet, and polite any longer you cannot try to make a deal with the devil you can't be polite to those that want to rob from you your freedom your occupation and make you a slave to a small group of individuals Bob that's a conspiracy theory yeah really World Economic Forum used to be a little nothing society back in the early 1970s. And every year it's grown. And every year they've managed to get more people into governments. More of their graduates looking at the world from a point of view that the best way to describe it is that Mother Nature designed this planet to have leaders and then a bunch of, you know, worker bees and we the elites the Bill Gates and all these societies we're the elites you're here to serve us we need to reduce the world population you know the Georgia Guidestones which got blown up always talked about the maximum number of people this earth can sustain is 500 million and so basically one Well, basically 13 out of every 14 human beings on the planet needed to be eliminated. 13 out of 14. And then, out of that remaining group, 1% or less would be the rulers and leaders in their regions. It is a satanic one-world government. It is a beast system. Let's understand this 
and put this, you can deny this all you want. But I think the proof is in what we've seen just in the last three years. How the pandemic was used to shut everything down in the name of a virus. You know, they keep telling us the seas are going to rise and my house in Florida is going to be underwater. New York City, the lower part of Manhattan, was supposed to already be underwater years ago. Look at Liberty Island, where the Statue of Liberty is. The sea level's been unchanged since the 1800s. They're lying to you. But they know they can indoctrinate little children starting in preschool to save the planet. And mommy and daddy are killing it. The Bible even teaches that these demonic people will even turn children against their parents. And they're doing it. They're convincing little Johnny that his name should be Jennifer. And he needs to be surgically altered. And and don't tell your parents because your parents would never understand. We know better for you. The devil comes to seek, kill, and destroy. He's becoming very efficient. As now so much in terms of government leadership is heading in his direction. Under the, gla- under the guise of climate change and save the planet. Need to have abortion. Need to have birth control. Need to have food control. Need to eat bugs. Because, you know, growing food is destroying the planet. And CO2 that grows the food is dangerous. I mean, the food gives off oxygen, by the way. It really does when you grow it. But they are pushing these lies and people have been so deluded they believe them even when the truth is shown they can't see it anymore. That's the world in which we live. They want to get rid of natural gas. They want you dependent upon a failing electrical grid system. You know, in the last, I'm thinking over my childhood. I just don't remember the number of power failures that I see today compared to what I saw 25 years ago. I mean, I can understand living in like Tacoa, Georgia. We had a tornado once, lost power for three days only because all the poles were down in my street. But these it seems we always have some kind of a power failure. In California, they're planned. Yet they're going to want you to have an electric car on that same grid. Of course, your little iPhone goes off. Don't charge your car tonight. We don't have enough electricity. Making you dependent for your heat, your cooking, and your transportation on a failing electrical grid propped up by wind and solar They're going to control every aspect of your life. And so many will do it willingly because they're saving the planet. Polar bears won't drown. And Gavin Newsom, 
the deceived, the deceived buffoon that he is. I, I don't understand for the life of me. And I know some wonderful people in California. How does this guy get into office? How does he believe he's going to be president someday? <laughs> Maybe even in 2024. If he can, you know, get Joe Biden out of the way and Kamala Harris out of the way. That delusional, egotistical maniac believes he should be the president and have the whole nation with no natural gas, no gasoline-powered anything. Every lawn implement, every farming tool is going to be run off wind and solar. The fraud of all of this and how many people are believing it is scary. It doesn't even take a lot of common sense to do some of the math to realize we can't do this the way we're doing it. We can't keep spending money as a government we don't have. By 2030, at the rate we're going, we will have $50 trillion in debt that can't be sustained. We keep shutting down manufacturing here in the United States because we don't have the energy to do it, the people to do it, the will to do it, and the government red tape makes it almost impossible. So what do we do? Instead of manufacturing the things that we need here in the United States, China makes it for us. And they don't worry about wind and, and solar, except the garbage they're making to sell to fools like us. They're using fossil fuels. They're filling the environment with all kinds of stuff. Then you got Bill Gates wanting to put particles into space to dim the planet, to cool it off. Hey, I got news for you. We are heading for a solar minima. We are heading to an ice age. And we didn't do it. It's just a natural, reoccurring thing this planet has seen since God created it. And these delusional people believe that we control the wind, the sun, the weather, the tides. The moon and the planets control a lot more than you want to give credit to. Yet we want to believe that somehow mere little mortal man has the power of life and death of this planet in his little puny hands. And that this living planet, a tribute to a living God, cannot sustain itself. That God can't intervene to protect his creation. The arrogance of these people. The delusional thinking of these immoral individuals is frightening. And they want increasing access to our most precious resource, our children. To make them servants of the state and then the elites. Those that believe we're going to fix things at the ballot box, you're deceived it's not happening. 
50 some odd years I've been trying to do that and it's not going to happen. Especially when you can get frauds and phonies and we keep putting them in office. Oh, well, we'll get it right in 2024, Bob. I know we came close in 2022 and, you know, 2020, that's on, forget it. The powers that be will do whatever it takes to keep their power. We need to do what the Bible says. We're in this world, but not of it. Don't be tied to satanic institutions like the public education system, if you can get out of it. Get out and do not touch the unclean thing. This radio program, along with other people, we're going to show you a pathway of how to be more self-sufficient, how we gather as Christians to worship and praise, even when we're told we got to shut down. We will be there. We will share God's word. We will instruct people in the faith. We will stand on the promises of God, not just sit in the premises. We'll stand on his promises. Too many churches don't teach. I know conservative churches are too busy trying to get the same crowd saved every week. Same people every week. Salvation message, Phineasm. I'll talk about that Thursday if I get a chance. We need to worship God in spirit and in truth. We need to obey his commandments. We need to get deeper into God's word. The idea of revival was not something we found in the church 150 years ago. It, that The church was the church. Revival was done outside of the church to bring people to Christ. Let's get back to what God had established to his apostles and not confuse the two entities. The church is a place to repent, to become empowered and become instructed and to give praise to the God that loves us and redeemed us. We can do no less. That's why this radio program and all these things we're putting together that are coming together quickly are so vital and important. And right now, I need your help. If you would make a check payable to Ancient Word Radio, Ancient Word Radio, mailing address is Post Office Box 510, Post Office Box 510, Chilhowee, Virginia, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E, Chilhowee, Virginia, zip code 24319. 24319. You can also support us from our website, truththenumber2ponder.com, truththenumber2ponder.com, or make a check payable or money order to Ancient Word Radio, Post Office Box 510, P.O. Box 510, Chilhowee, Virginia, Chilhowee, Virginia, 24319, that's 24319. And we will see you again tomorrow. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website, Truth, the number two, and the word ponder.com. That's Truth, the number two, ponder.com. Truth to Ponder, shining the light of truth 
in a darkening world.